Today is July 30th. The Yankees lost a series to the Baltimore Orioles. Judge made his return, had a 600 on base percentage in the first two games, did not play the rubber match. Mm, talk Yanks. The Yankees played bad. Let's recap the sad. How much more can we take? Lost column grows. Try to enjoy the show. It's time for talking Yanks. Hello and welcome to Talking Yanks, presented to you by Seek Geek. My name is Jimmy. His name is Jake. BBD is producing the Yankees lose uh, to Baltimore in the series. They lose the first one where they didn't score any runs. Uh, they win the second one, and then they lose the third one where they didn't play the uh, single player that is responsible for the only good offense they could ever possibly have. And uh, they lose and they pitch the same picture that has been absolutely awful all season uh, and don't make a pivot there with the season uh, kind of like in jeopardy and they lose a series and all the trade pieces that if they thought they were contenders and they were going to want to go out and get are just coming off the board. And uh, here we are, Jake, how are you? James, David, everyone listening to Talking Yanks, uh, hope, I was going to say hope you're having a good night, but honestly, if you're listening to Talking Yanks at this time of night, and maybe you're listening to tomorrow, maybe you had a nice night, maybe maybe something, maybe there was a nice elk in your backyard, and you just admired their beauty. Otherwise... I don't know, man. It's a uh, it's a point of talking Yanks that I almost I don't recognize. I know I know the turmoil of twenty twenty one. I know I don't know. I I know being down on a Yankees team, but it's almost like what did you expect? Um, the Orioles broke out their their team single strikeout record tonight. Uh, the Yankees didn't start Aaron Judge. And it was a game that for this Yankee season had massive implications. And those two things happened, and it wasn't shocking at all. Um, so, yeah, man, I, I'm more numb than I think I've been in a long time. It, it feels like a relationship with an ex where it's like, they got to do everything right to win you back. Like, all right, you better be sober for three months and you better come to the family events and you better, you know, you better pick me up and you better cook the dinner and you better do all of it. Otherwise, like, we're out. And I, I think that's where Yankees fandom is at. Like, uh, I left a little bit of a window open. If you thought you made the turn and you made the change and you changed everything you needed to, but you clearly haven't, and uh, I don't know. It's almost like a I'll see you when I see you. Trade deadline's coming. Um, two big series coming up. And, hey, maybe maybe you'll win over my aunt that was kind of out on you, and maybe you'll give them the time, and maybe you'll win over whatever, and maybe you'll win five out of six. And, hey, i love to see you when I'm there, but otherwise, get out of here. I don't have time for this. <clears throat> I would just really like to watch the games and 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 not have to be like thinking about hope because that's the stupid thing about fandom. Like they won yesterday, and I'm thinking, oh wow, if they play, if they play Judge again, Savvy looks good again, and they win Game Three. I could I could be getting I could be sitting up in my chair, and I'm I need that to be ridded from me because I can't kick that habit. Of like if they're this close in the wild card and if they do for one night look good, I cannot kick the fan in me that's like, hey, maybe, okay, even if it's one percent of my being, as soon as Sevy threw the first pitch and it got hit, it all got washed away. I was like, Nope, never mind. This is going to be an absolute slaughter. Like, and then it was, and that's the shitty thing. Then it was. So what I would really like, which I think I've been asking for a while, is like sell some pieces, open some spots, and let me enjoy the rest of the season by planning for next season play Peraza every day and let's see what he's got bring up Vasquez and Brito and pitch them instead of Sevy. put one of them in the rotation and pitch him and let me see what he's got 
like 2016, the end of the year, when they opened up a spot for Judge, they opened up a spot for Gary, and we got, was it Seve in the bullpen that year, or was that 15? Yeah, 16 was, 15. was his bullpen, um, 15 is when he came up the first time. Yeah. Like, let me be that kind of fan. I'm excited, because then we can do this show, and we could recap, and we could be like, you know what? Volpe's working on that. I think it's going to be good next year, instead of being like, Volpe looks bad. I don't think he's going to help us in the playoffs. Or And I, I'm not, that was like, just Volpe. I'm not, there wasn't a shots fired at Volpe. I just used his name in that scenario of about only because it works, Jim. Only because it I works. I know, but I don't want to single him out. Like, Volpe bring, isn't up Chaper- the... bring up Chaparro and let him play. I wish we had expanded September rosters. Let him play first. Like, I'll give me a different rooting interest for the rest of the year where I can watch the games and diagnose the play and have it mean something for like next year, maybe. Because I can't do this, but I will continue to do this. And when they win one game, I'll be like, oh, okay, what if? How about it? And it's 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 draining to just have like, like my care is getting dragged down the street. Like if you took all my care, it's a tin can on the back of a car just getting dragged. But it's still on the fucking string. And I can't snip that. Because I like the oh. Yankees and I want them to win at all times. Jim, so the I, Yankees need to snip it for me. I, I think a a beautiful thing when when you and I, you know, two best friends, college, high school, you know, we, we're talking Yanks and figuring this whole thing out and figuring life out. You got two kids now. I've I've got a I got a dog that's actually two humans inside a dog suit operating a dog as uh, operating as a dog. Um, life changes. Um, man, this is, it's just ain't it. Like we align perfectly on the belief level. Cause we, we now have a lot of Yankee fans at this company and you know, we've had some Yankee fans that threw it out the window in May and that was wrong. We've had some Yankee fans that refuse to throw it out. And I think that's wrong too, unfortunately. And I think we were closest to those fans because baseball is a funny sport, man. There's two months left. Uh, There's a trade deadline that's happening for every other team, not the Yankees, unfortunately, and probably a left field position that should have been replaced, I don't know, two years ago. But besides that, I don't know, man. If they won this game tonight, I, I I try to put together these seasons now. And in April, there was a Yankees team that every third game of the series, somehow they won it. Like, they were up against the wall, and they won the game, and we are like, okay, like, I don't know. It, it didn't look pretty, but they won. So that's all we asked for out of our Yankees They survived team. that. Hey, win, win games, win series. That's what we want. We're Yankees fans. That's all we care about. If you're anyone in the front office listening to this, that's all we care about. Win the games. And then it all fell apart and Judge got hurt. And then it was bad. And then he came back. And then you didn't let him play. And that sent a hell of a message to the team, by the way. Uh, the big fellow who came back from injury and told you he could play and he could save your season. And then you sat him in the third game. A third game that meant so much. A time of the season that... Outside of talking Yanks, I spent screaming about we should name this part of the season. This season means more than any part of the baseball season. Let's name it. The tread line, uh, the, the, the stock exchange part of the season where if you win three games, it means so much more than you win three other games. Teams, the Chicago Cubs decided they weren't selling because they won six bleeping games. Were they play the Royals? And you didn't play Aaron Judge when he came back for this because there's more to play him. Not this year. Not this year. Unless something happens out of your hands because it's not right in front of you anymore. Well, that's what I was tweeting. Like, there's no urgency. And we've been saying that since 2018. Like, there's just no urgency with the way the team goes about it's just confidence right confidence 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 no urgency no panic no worry confidence confidence so what's the front office gonna do like are they gonna try to 
make trades like urgency? Because because if if you're gonna make trades to improve the team and like attack winning, well, then take Sevy out of the rotation and play Judge. So the trade deadline and dude, I, they're gonna do nothing. What they're gonna do is be like, we had some big deals lined up. Like they they're skipping in all the rentals because it fucks up their luxury tax. They're trying to go get like Dylan Carlson or this like you know big deal. And they're going to miss because those don't happen that often at the deadline. And they're going to be like, we had a lot of big things that we're planning on doing. But, you know, the fortunate thing is that we have all we need to win right now. Judge, you just came back. We're getting Nestor back in the Wiseaga. Frankie Montas going to join us. Huh. And uh, I fully believe in the roster we have. And I have full faith in them. And it's like, you guys are the front office and the managers and the coaches. You're not the cheerleaders. You don't need to replace the fans because the fans are too tough. Stop just sucking each other off. <laughs> the team's bad. That's the only time I ever want to hear you say that. <laughs> the team is bad. Like, bad. The organization's a disaster, dude. I, I get DMs every day talking about different parts of the organization that are Fighting with each other. Oh, they oh they hired Casey and Pettit because now Cashman's voice isn't strong. And that was Hal or, oh, you know, they went so analytically for so wrong. You know the rub of it? The team's bad. And they're, the things they value over, the things they value over winning baseball games. I'm not a doctor. I'll I'll admit that. I don't admit a lot on this air. I am not a I doctor. Mean, for those listening, feel privileged that Jake is admitting he's not a doctor. Because I I'll be honest, he doesn't admit a lot. I've of things. been behind a couple bars and I've told people I am. Like I I put myself in some compromising situation. I am Dude, not a it, doctor. That you're you being a doctor wouldn't work. It'd be like Doogie Hauser and everyone would be like, I can't have this kid be my doctor. I don't know the situation, but if Judge fouled the ball off his foot today, I think he'd still be okay for spring training tomorrow. You lost a game, and you told your whole team, we're not trying our best to win tonight. And then you gave up seven in the first. Badass, dude. Awesome performance, guys. You got it. No, man, I... I they have gone so far from the point of sports are you need to win today. Play today, win today. And they've gotten so far from that, whether it's their bullpen rules, whether it's judge not playing today. And it's a joke, man. And uh, I don't know. It's not sports. It's not baseball. So I, uh, I don't know. I, no one... Not a single Yankee fan. And maybe this is the saddest part. And, dude, we're tied to the Yankees now. Like, Yes Network, all that stuff. Maybe the saddest part, and I'll say this, is that nobody was surprised about what happened tonight. And that is horribly sad for people it's that Sebi's are truly third Yankee start. fans. It's his third start out of the last five, giving up seven earned runs where he gets absolutely fucking rocked in the first inning. Nestor's coming back. Fucking have Herman be a long man. Be prepared for this. It was more likely than not likely that he was going to have an absolute horrendous start. Sevy's own quote after the game, I feel like I'm the worst pitcher in the game. Haven't you had are. a lot of Yankee quotes like that. He has to be one of the worst starters this year. That's his fifth game giving up seven earned runs this season out of like 15 games. Yeah. Well, I don't know what's really bugging me. What's that, Jim? The 2009 team? They were good, right? Yeah, they did. They ended up well. Four switch hitters and three lefties. Oh, Jim, don't, dude. Jim, before you do this, this episode's brought to you by Bally Sports. Bally Sports Regional Networks are the nation's leading television, television and streaming provider of local sports. 18 RSNs. 
Brew Crew. Go watch the Brewers. They're fun. They called up a ton of kids. They call them the freshmen. It's a blast. They're leading the Central. Sal Freelich. Sal Freelich. Freelich. I'll give you a Freelich. Marlins. Whoa. They're in the playoffs. How about it? The Miami Marlins. We want Kleber. We want Kleber. The pitch clock rules. We fake like him and hate him at the same time. The game is (laughs) faster. You could watch it all on Bally Sports. They have a ton of the games. And the games are shorter, you could say. And short boy summer is here. I've been telling you for seven years now, 8.4 ounces of delicious baseball beer from Bally's. Shorter games, shorter beer, short boy summer. Watch on Bally Sports. Stream them on the Bally Sports app. Download it. Click the link in the description. Jimmy, start whatever you're about to say, because whatever you were about to say led me to a place that I knew in the next 10 minutes I couldn't come back from. So please begin. Just seeing Glaber's home run hit the hit the top of that wall and fall short, right? And I'm like, God damn it, Orioles. You built that stupid big wall and it's helping you out. And then I and then I thought, wait a fucking second. We have a wall that helps us out. It turns lefties. From pop-up hitters into home run hitters. Where, where's all our lefties? 2009, they had what are eight lefties? What the fuck I just said in switch hitters? Four switch hitters, three lefties. 2000 team is what you said, had three lefties and two switch hitters. So that's five out of the nine. 1998 team had two switch hitters and three lefties. So that's five out of the nine. They got no fucking lefties by design. That's crazy. They need to really, really look at themselves and be like, guys, maybe we went too far. Whatever. Fuck. You know when I get lost in my Jimmy Lytics and then you come out of it, like you come out of the deep end, you're like, whoa. All right, I think everything I did actually just didn't get me anywhere. I think I just made a tangle of a maze. Let me stop you briefly to prove your point more. I love you, and there's time in Jimmy Jimmy Lytics where I'm like, whoa, Pop, like we got to slow it down, and I'll defend you to the end of the world, but keep going. Well, just, just uncloud your brains. Get in a helicopter. Like this is, if this was a movie and a new GM came in, What he'd do is he'd take the whole analytics team and he'd get in a helicopter, like almost like Hoosiers when he measures the basketball hoop to prove to them that like, you know, don't be worried. It's the same size. Get in a helicopter and be like, oh, what do you guys see down there? Yankee Stadium and be like, oh. That right field is is shorter, huh? And then he'd say. We're going to get us some lefties. And then a montage would start about scouting lefties and getting free agents and calling up lefties. And and all the analytics teams would be like, oh, my God. Yeah, you're right, Mr. New Guy. So get fucking lefties. Jimmy, I I was texting our friend Kelsey Winger, who I'm honored that we get to know Kelsey. BBD, yourself. Anyone that's come across Kelsey Winger knows that she's one of the most tremendous people on these this planet. We're seeing her this weekend. And we're seeing her this weekend at Floorball, and I'm excited for that. She covers Rockies baseball. She's now the sideline reporter for the Rockies. Uh, she was at an 11-2 Rockies game with the A's, and she texted me, and she was like, hey, Jake. And I was like, hey, Kels. <laughs> I hope everything's okay. Hope you're good. We started talking ball. And Randall Gritchuk has been on the Rockies, just got traded to the Angels. Uh, and by the way, he's been killing it this year. Uh, most home runs against the Yankees the past five years. Uh, OPS in the high eights. Like, what I keep driving home is there's baseball players that are having such a better season than Glaber Torres. And Glaber Torres has been Yankee fans' measure of success this year. They've been like, oh, Glaber's been our best hitter this year. He's been good. There's been so many people better than Glaber this year. Anyways, 
I was talking Randall Gritchick because I was like, man, if Randall Gritchick finishes the season with the Rockies, the Rockies need to disband. Like, that that's a problem with Major League Baseball. They need to figure this out. Like, that's not right. And I said the Yankees would have traded for Randall Gritchick two months ago if he was left-handed. And then I took a step back from that statement, and I said, wait. As long as we've been doing this, we started in 2017. Almost any player that's been brought up, we said, well, if they were lefty, then they'd be a perfect fit. And then I took a step back from that. The Yankees have the short porch in right field. It's 314 down the line. I don't think I can hit a home run in any baseball stadium. I think if I hit a ball perfectly down the right field line to Yankee Stadium and it hit the foul pole at 314, I think that's the only homer I could hit in baseball. Fungo bat? Fungo bat. And, Jimmy, the New York Yankees are a franchise. The Bronx Bombers, go look at 27. Go look at 09. Go look at... 2000, go look at 98. The lineup is stacked with lefties and switch hitters. And for seven years now, we've been saying we can't trade for guys because the lineup is too right-handed? That's insanity. That's insanity. Insanity is the definition of doing the same thing. That's wrong, and we've covered that many times. That's a lie. Insanity is having the right field short porch and saying, maybe we should get more righties. And the fact Actually, dude. We're looking the at the deadline that we can't trade for righties because our team is so right-handed for the seventh year in a row. That is insanity. Jake, they've played 105 games so far. Right? How many do you think were against lefty starting pitchers <laughs> when you'd want to be right-handed? Do you not understand how big of an advantage it is for your stadium's benefit to benefit lefties? Because lefties hit righty pitchers better and righty pitchers are way more common. 105 games this season. They've faced 22. No, hold on. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 19 lefties. 105 games they've faced 19 lefty starting pitchers. And they their cheat code, their cheat code comes into play when lefties get to face righty pitchers. And they're so far up their own butts <laughs> that they're like, well, actually, he lets the ball travel so deep that <laughs> it was a juice ball for three years. All <laughs> those batters had nothing to do with your stupid, he lets the ball travel analytics. It was a juiced mega fucking ball. And you thought it was you. Just be normal. Like, get out of this phase where you're trying to be smarter than the sun and just be fucking normal and play to the advantage you have. Jim, if I could add... Um, this, we can recap the series at some point, but how do they not have any fucking lefties? Jimmy... For seven uh, years now. Uh, Hanser Alberto, fans may remember him. He was on the Orioles for a little bit. He's 30 now. Uh, Hanser Alberto, uh, is a guy who's bounced around the major leagues. He's, you know, a guy making the veterans minimum right now. Uh, and he's, he's bouncing around a few teams. He's actually, he's on the White Sox now, but to defend him, he was on the Dodgers last year. Hanser Alberto, these are his career splits. And this is a guy that you could pick up at any moment. Any team, if they wanted to, could have Hanser Alberto on their team for like a 17-year-old prospect, non-prospect, if they wanted to. Hanser Alberto versus lefties is a career 324 batting average, 455 slugging. 
He's a 798 OPS. He's an 800 OPS versus lefties. If you want a guy for those lefty starts, those 19 lefty starts in the first 104 games, I can get you that guy, Pop, easily. It's my Jessica is not the biggest baseball fan. Sometimes I talk ball with her. Uh, anyone I come across and I start talking Yankee Stadium and lefties and I find myself in this spot. And when you're in last place in the AL East with the biggest payroll in the AL East, you went too far. You went too far. Don't get me wrong. Judge and Stanton having an advantage, being able to hit right field home runs, that clicks. That even, even giving a guy like Luke Voigt a shot because he has opposite field power. Maybe that will work. Maybe that's a guy we can get a leg up on because we have a short right field. But you know what's the best advantage of having a short right field? All the lefties that pull the ball. They ban the shift this year because so many people pull the baseball. How many reverse shifts have you seen? How many lefties came up and they put three infielders on the, the opposite side of the infield? The answer is zero. People pull the baseball. And it's, it's crazy, man. I think they've missed out on so many things, whether it's Brian Reynolds, whether it's anything. I think they've missed out on things they thought they were going to get. And this is what we're dealing with. Willie Calhoun batted third so many times for this team. And well, when Boone he was said healthy, it on the episode yesterday. They DFA'd him. They DFA'd him when Boone he was said his, he gave us his formula for a batting order last episode. Uh, his lefties, he wants three of them, and they're going to be, what did he say? He said two, five, seven, three, six, one, nine. One, four, seven. One, three, seven. Yeah. One, four, yeah. seven. Like he has three, six, three lefties plugged in, spaced out. And guess the lefties that he's been given this year. Like, who have we seen in uh, way up there? Like, you just said Calhoun. Yeah, I, mean, I mean, Bowers is leading off. Jake Bowers kind leads of like off. Mike Bowers. Which is Entering the season, Rizzo was the only one that was like a planned impact lefty. And, and Rizzo's his own thing, but he was the only one that coming into this year was the plan. And we did jumping jacks for Rizzo. We did jumping jacks for Rizzo. He's going to break up Judge and Sin. We've been waiting for a lefty, and he's been awful for two months. Jake Bowers leads off for the New York Yankees. I told someone that tonight who's like a loose Yankees fan, and he was like, he laughed. He laughed. Cordero batted six the whole first month. Um, they're just so deep, dude. They're just so deep that they can't unplug. I'm like the angels just had a giant wake up call that year. They drafted 20 straight pitchers. Right. And then they like mm -hmm. are just trading for pitchers and like going at like that little bit of a wake up call. The Yankees have to pot commit to tearing down their thought process, and changing things. You need three everyday lefty hitters in your top six hitters every year. How about this? Top four. No, that should be like a rule. Like, that should be... Jimmy, like Cashman I'm, should have that as number one rule on the fucking board. Jimmy, I, I'm one of the only people in the world that'll call you out when I think you're going too far with something. It should be three of the top four should be lefty or switch-handed in the New York Yankees lineup. It's the short porch. Name the best Yankees hitters ever. Babe Ruth. Lefty. DiMaggio. He was a righty. He was a righty. He was pretty good. He's good, though. There's He's some really all-time players that He's transcend really the rule. Mickey Mantle Yogi. switch hit. Yogi Mickey was switched. Yogi was right. Lou I Gehrig mean, was, a, was a left. Lou was left. Yogi was a left. You know, Jeets was right, but he drove Wasn't it Yogi the other switch? way. Yogi was a lefty. Yeah, yeah. He threw right. Excuse me. Yeah. Bernie. 
Switch. Greg Nettles lefty. A lot of holes. That would be a Posada. Yeah, so Posada this is switch. like, this is a, a real, a Tino. real, like, thing. Because like, I, I want to say this conversation is a microcosm of, like, the big picture of them just being in their heads and, and just, like, overcomplicating a simple thing. But it's also very literal as well. It's a very literal example of, like, how the fuck has this happened? Can I say one thing? Yeah. I just changed my sheets to Miracle Made Sheets. I think you did too, Jim. And I, I just watched them for the first time, and they're back on the bed. Actually, I did too. They're not back on the bed. I think they're going on the couch bed because Jeff, Jeff Krause, I think Wednesday night is going to sleep on them for floorball. So we're mm. saving them for him. And Jeff stinks. He's a smelly guy. But mm. they have their self-cleaning silver that prevents up to 99.7% of bacterial growth. And here's what I like, people. TryMiracle.com slash Yanks. It's like, okay, I'll get some sheets. Yeah, I need sheets. I, w I use sheets. And I'm going to save 40% on them. That's nice. If you use promo code Yanks at checkout, you get three free towels too. Fellas, I would have killed... <laughs> for new sheets and three free towels back in the day. So three towels. upgrade your sleep with Miracle Made. Try miracle.com slash Yanks. Code Yanks. Three-piece towel set and save 40% off. Try miracle.com slash Yanks. Treat yourself. Thank you, Miracle. Click the link in the description. Jim, something I'd like to bring up. Oh, wait, you have your hand raised, so I'm, I'm sorry. I can't bring it up yet. Yeah, I did beat you to that. <laughs> um, you did. Hand was up. I thought of something. Okay. Didi Gregorius? Oh, boy. Not amazing. <laughs> Except at Yankee Stadium where he popped home runs like fucking candy nonstop. He's been basically out of the league. But he one was more good awesome at the stadium because he was lefty. Remember his home run charts? I do. Jim. They were never anywhere else. I have something that's a similar topic. This right, that was my, that was my hand raising. You're, you're good now. This current Yankees organization treats Jake Bowers like he's Paul O'Neill. They do. They they've brought in Jake Bowers, and they're they're like, hey, we think we found something. We think this guy's gonna stick around for a little while, like. We, we've heard that. Kay has said it on the broadcast. We've well, like, let's name Yankees. They've treated, but no, 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 Jim. I, I, there's a lot of like Willie Calhoun can bang. Like we, we've had a lot of moments. The New York Yankees have taken it a step further with Jake Bowers. Like they think they found something, and Kayster has driven that home on the broadcast. They've treated him a la Paul O'Neill. But I think what Yankee fans and maybe the new Yankee fans don't know, Paul O'Neill had a really good career before coming to the Yankees. He was a, a 111 OPS player. He got MVP votes one year. He was an all-star one year. He had a down year, and the Reds traded him to the New York Yankees, and then he thrived because he's a lefty. With the short porch and an amazing ball player, and him and Neville's story is just beautiful. So it's a little bit of a outlier either way. But this current Yankees front office thinks Jake Bowers can be Paul O'Neill, a guy that had a borderline Hall of Fame <laughs> career, a guy that won a batting title, a guy that was an amazing baseball player before he came to the Yankees. They think Jake Bowers can be that. He's leading off. Paul O'Neill was like a bonus point for the for the Dynasty Yankees. And Jake Bowers leads off. If Paul O'Neill led off for the Yankees, everyone would have been like, whoa! Like, uh, Joe Torre had a little too much Bigelow today, huh? No, that's not where we're at. And it sucks, man. It sucks. The Yankees can't hit. The Yankees can't hit. We should be talking about the Yankees winning two of three games this series, but they couldn't hit in the first game. 
Yeah. They treat all their reclamation projects like heroes and all their prospects like um, Cinderella. <laughs> like, who have they dis... Who have they... Tyro Estrada, they discarded for nothing. When you and I asked the analytics department, why didn't you guys keep Tyra up? Remember we sat down with them at winter meetings and we were like, why did you guys send Tyro Estrada down and bring Brave Valera up? And they're like, well, Tyro's not good. What was that? Uh, what was that nickname you had for uh... brainless Bravik? <laughs> brainless Bravik. Oh my God. I mean, brainless Bravik, smartest base runner on the 2023 team. <laughs> the 2023 Yankees could go to Bravik Valera for base running skills. <laughs> Might be coaching now somewhere. The uh, um, Tyra- Oswaldo Peraza, Oswaldo Peraza, they do not like Florial. They don't like and and never and never have. And I, that's a lot of what the scouting also says. The scouting says Peraza actually is good, but the Yankees don't like him. Could I? Could I add one thing? Clint, they didn't like, but that was Clint's doing. Like, it's very kind of rare. Glaber Torres, who has been uh, slightly enigmatic in Yankee culture. Um, I, I think a lot of people would say, like, Glaber Torres has been the best hitter on the Yankees this season. Uh, Glaber Torres coming into today had a 750 OPS. Tyro Estrada on the season has had a 761 OPS. He's been better than Glaber Torres. Yeah, so, he was better like last year too, right? So or he was yeah. good last year. I, and he has the glove. I just, I, you know, for a little bit, he was a guy that was a little bit of a goof or a gaff for me. But in the same way, he resembles everything that is wrong with the organization. Tyro Estrada climbed his way up. He earned an opportunity. He even produced a little bit. And at the same time, the Yankees were like, oh, we can move on from this guy. That. The decision-making from being able to move on and not move on. The Yankees were so easy and happy to move on from Tyro Estrada, a 24-year-old prospect who they didn't have a lot of hope for but climbed the ladder and showed a little bit of gumption. Let's move on from him. But yet Josh Donaldson hangs out in the clubhouse because he was an MVP. I mean, that guy, that you got to respect that guy. He's done it all in baseball. What's he done for this team? Nothing. Nothing. He's been part of the problem. But the Yankees treat him like, oh, wait, we got to make sure we take care of this guy. Why? I don't want him showing up to spring trainings in the future. We're good. We're good, Pop. Uh, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention... uh... The Tyro DFA was the move for bringing in Rugi, who was free. So, I guess apologize to them. Good move. Yeah, that's fucked up. Circling back on an earlier point, Curtis Granderson's two outlier homer years when he played full seasons at Yankee Stadium. Oh, someone in the chat talked about Raul Banyas. So I've been doing a Google sheet, Jimmy Lytics, the whole time. Raul Banyas. Um, 19 home runs and 220 at-bats at Yankee Stadium. Feels like a lot. And 800 at-bats in Philly, 37 home runs. And 900 at-bats in Kansas City, 31 home runs. Because it's built for lefties. It's literally... Think about this. And, you know, I I know I I went in hard there for a second. And... (laughs) You know what? I I I I would love to talk to Josh Donaldson because if he went to another team and he went off, I would root for that too. Because he used to be the most active player on Twitter, and then they came to the Yankees and they shut him down. And you know what's another interesting thing that we do on Talking Yanks and Talking Baseball? Whenever we bring up a player, it's something that lights up my guy John's face. It's ooh, Brandon Belt played in San Francisco. I wonder uh I wonder if he played with the short porch. How many homers would Brandon Belt hit? It's a I've question, done that so many times. It's a question yeah. you ask with any lefty because it's the Yankees advantage. It's why Babe Ruth was the home run holder, home run record holder. Like if Babe Ruth had played for 
I'm, if Babe Ruth stayed with the Red Sox, he wouldn't be Babe Ruth. <laughs> I know. Someone in the chat said, Sam in the chat said, eight out of the top 10 OPS plus Yankees all time were left-year switch hitters. It's weird. It's really and Babe weird. had that 295 to the right field. He was sneezing him out. Pesky pull would have gave him a couple. He would have got a right couple. He would have got a couple. He would have lost, lost a, a lot. And then A-Rod would be the all-time home run leader. Remember like Chin Ming Wong would pitch and, and, and they'd show the grounds crew dampening the dirt because he was a sinker ball pitcher to get right. more ground balls and stuff, like getting it extra wet. Common process practice they probably still do it this yankees team doesn't even pitch and shift on the same page yeah and They're i just a bunch of buttheads to be quite honest <laughs> hey i i know how you use that and i i just want to say to defend you because you're right jim i someone in the chat someone in the chat just said jake bowers and brandon belt are the same player Brandon Belt has 12 seasons of 100-plus. Like, Brandon Belt is a really good baseball player. He was unofficial, like, captain of the Giants. Like, like Jake Bowers was the Yankee. Jake Bowers has a career negative war. He was the Yankees trying to do a Gio Urshela. Brandon, Brandon Belt has a 28-and-a-half war. And, hey... I love the chat, and I don't always bring up the chat because I think it sometimes can derail a conversation. But sometimes, man, like if you actually think that's true, if you think those are two guys in baseball, they're not. And by the way, the Blue Jays brought Brandon Belt in. The Yankees did not. And Brandon Belt, <laughs> has Brandon Belt been better than Anthony Rizzo this year? Well, I mean, yeah, Rizzo's been real bad since the neck injury. Like real, like he's the he's the, he's the worst, worst qualified batter. player. He's the worst hitter in Major League Baseball since the neck injury. He went zero for five. Have you guys seen the Boone quote that the chat wants you to talk about? I can. Read what it. is it? Is it tweeted somewhere? <clears throat> it's probably the same. I don't, Gary whatever. Phillips tweeted it. Our account quote tweeted it. Aaron Boone on the offense. Outside of the strikeouts, I thought the at-bats uh, were building off of last night. I thought we grinded out really well. We made it really tough on Kramer. We couldn't finish off. Struck out 18 times. Yeah, I mean, at some point, it's just like, I want to ask Boone, like, I, uh, when does the cheerleader end and the coach start? Uh, is it just for the press? Are you tough at all inside the walls? All right. I understand you got to protect your team. But at some point, the, the messaging has to wear a little thin, even yourself saying it over and over again, you know? Um, but, like, what's worth talking about? I mean, Rizzo, Rizzo's or OPS has been in the four since May. But why, why would you move him out of the three-hole? But he's a veteran. But why would you move him out of the three-hole? That's what he's I – that was my realization after game one, Jake. Like, they were like, we're going to trade for Gritchick or we're going to trade for um, who was the other um, fucking Candelario or who was the other? There was another one linked that was like a rental um, with Gritchick. I was just like, a, uh, oh, I'm blanking. I'll, I'll peruse. Is Candelario switch hands? Shit, whatever. The, but my point was. Stop. Oh, I got to. Uh, the, my point was chat derailed me because Kyle Salome said, stop asking softball questions. Listen to the last like three episodes with Boone. It's not been just, just uh, all fun and pleasant conversation. So eat uh, a bug, loser face. I'm going to close the chat now. Now it's derailing. What, what was I saying? Uh, you were talking about someone they could have added. Well, yeah, oh, adding Gritchick and... does nothing. I'm right. glad he's not around. I don't dislike Randall Gritchick, but if 
they're not going to trade for anyone who it's like, all right, Rizzo, now you're a bench first baseman. Or, all right, Rizzo, we traded for this guy, so now you're actually going to hit seventh in our lineup. Or they're not going to trade for anyone that's like, Stan, sorry, this guy's the DH. You're our righty off the bat, because- off the bench hitter now. They're not going to trade for anyone that pushes Stan out of the top four or five in the lineup. And Stan and Rizzo have been black holes Rizzo, for for so long. To, to slight, not slightly, slightly defend Rizzo, like or, or not Rizzo, excuse me, Stan. Stan, Stan, the home runs have come. Like we in in the period of time we've asked Stan to go, he kind of has like. If the Yankees were the normal Yankees, we would have no qualms with Stan right now. And Jim, I, I, I was in the same boat as you. The only reason I say that is literally because I was saying the same thing, and I thought Stan should be lumped in. The batting average is bad. The OPS is he has hit home. Like if the rest of the Yankees were doing other stuff, we would have no qualms with Stan. Rizzo yeah, but- is in another world, and the fact that. And that's what makes, that's the part that actually makes me mad is that they can't, the fact Rizzo hasn't hit seventh in a game, it's rude to the whole team. It's rude to the whole team. Like, they have put such an expectation on taking care of veterans, and it's with Donaldson, and it's with Rizzo, and it's with any of the veterans on the team that will take care of you. Heaney, going back. Like, the fact that they prioritize that over winning baseball games, it's, (laughs) George would be sick. George would be sick. So, so trade deadline, like, don't trade any prospects, especially any lefty prospects. (laughs) Don't. Because... This team wins and loses with Rizzo and Stan because you're not trading for anyone that's going to move them out. And if Rizzo and Stan decide to go and hit like they should be hitting, well, then Gritchick doesn't make a difference than Bowers in left field versus Bowers IKF combo. You know what I mean? Don't for trading rentals. The season lives and dies with Rizzo and Stan behind or in front of Judge. And if that happens, that then that happens and we have some hope, but it it's not going to happen. And who you put behind them and in left field doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, and I, I said that back in like April, I was like, trade deadline's not going to help us. The only thing that helps is our guys playing better. And it's been f- since April and it hasn't happened. Yeah, I I mean, the only half counter slash add to that, because it's not wrong, is that I've <laughs> I've wanted a left fielder for <laughs> two years now, and I've said, I've said that phrase too much. But you're right. I mean, you know, the, the organization has invested in DJ, in Rizzo, in Stan, or playing Aaron Judge. <laughs> like, I... I don't know, man. This organization that has put... (laughs) They try to drive home an emphasis of taking care of their players' health. I don't know, man. Like, to to not play Aaron Judge tonight... I don't know. I, I, I always try. I try to put myself in other people's shoes as much as I can. Probably too much. Like, I, I end up putting myself in losing scenarios sometimes because I try to make sure I'm in other people's shoes. Your season's kind of on the line. You're playing the first-place team in your division. Like, I, what are you saving him for? You might not need him for the final two weeks of September. You might be fucking toast. But no, no, good rest. I mean, even I mean, they, got, they got Tampa and Houston coming up. They might be toast by July. Glass and I am McClanahan in this series. August 10th. E- even worse than sitting him just tonight because, you know, 
there's a world I could have been talked into. All right, well, he's going to play every game of Rays, Astros. We're sitting in the last game of this. He can play all of those. They said in in the thing, he's going to play nine or ten of the first 13. So he's going to sit games in those series, too. That's like their plan for him. And I guess he had a big injury, but like... Because they they would rather lose with confidence than lose confidence. Oh, that's a quote. It's kind of like wordplay. It is wordplay, but people love wordplay. They would rather lose with they would rather lose games with confidence than lose confidence. Like as as long as they are still confident, then they consider that a victory. Dude, not playing judge today is crazy. Like I, not like DH isn't an option. I. We we are fan media. For years, people asked us, like, what are we doing? And fan media was like a fun thing we landed on because it's like, you know, we're we're fans. We're not we're not getting scrummed. We don't want to be neutral. I'm a fan of the New York Yankees. <laughs> how did they how did they not play Aaron Judge tonight? How did all of those people get in a room and say we're not playing Aaron Judge tonight? They they took him out of the game early last night because they got a big lead. They had a built-in excuse. Like, oh, well, you know, we, we were planning on benching him, but we got him off his feet early. How did they not play Aaron Judge in tonight's game, man? That's... I got nuts. nothing. Maybe, I think it's a good place to end the episode. Well, I think the best place to end the episode would be with Shady Raids because you and me, we just got our own personal pairs of Shady Rays. Uh, they're my biggest flex currently. Uh, I uh, Have I told people, like, yeah, I've got my own sunglasses? I have. Uh, did I feel a little, uh, little over the top about it? I did, but they're awesome. Um, me and Jimmy each have our own pairs, and they have hundreds of other pairs on the website. At Shady, I gotta start Ra- wearing mine because I I also enjoy them, but I was so scared to lose them because we had them before they were released. So I've been like was keeping them at the office. I got to remember to take them, them around. Now. But they are they are cool. Mine have a slight green frog tint, which I like to flex that. Uh, Shady Rays. Very subtle, very nice. They have their lost and broken replacement guarantee, so if you lose them or break them, which you have done with every pair of sunglasses you own, Shady Rays will replace them for the price of on the house. Go to ShadyRays.com, use code YANKS, and you'll get 50% off two-plus pairs of premium polarized shades with Shady Rays. They are the best in the biz. Um, what else you got, Timbo? Nothing. I mean, I don't even know because of the trade deadline. I, I don't know our our plan with Boone. I don't know if you have that organized yet, but Jake and I have a crazy Tuesday and Wednesday this week. Uh, and then kind of Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday as well. So we'll see. I mean, might might have a nice distraction from the games. I was, I just, dude, I'm that, I'm that fucking can getting dragged on that string and I want the Yankees to cut me loose and say, don't worry, we're, we're, we're focused on next year because if they win, dude, if they won today, I was going to turn it's right in front of us into a positive meme. I was going to blast it everywhere. I was going to use it as my sign off, like roll tide. Uh, there's numbers that kind of support it if they won today, how many games they have against the teams that are ahead of them in the wild card. And then the rest of the teams are playing are like atrocious. Um, and I was going to be like, you know, doing a classic 50% real. We It is, this is possible. 50% meme fucking around with Boone saying. It was going to be in good fun. 
It's right in front of us. All right, Booney, thanks for chatting. It's right in front of us. This is going to be my new sign-off to life. Because Saturday and Judge getting uh, having a 660 OPS in the two games and really looking like a game-changer had me hopeful. And it's going to happen again. Say they win two out of three against the Rays, hmm. I will be hopeful. And I don't want to be hopeful because this team is not winning in the playoffs. Because I, uh... they don't do anything well. You're not wrong. I mean, they 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 have pitched pretty well this year. Like, the bullpen has been... No, best. bullpen has not been good anymore. It was good in two months. The actual numbers on the year now are not good. Right. I mean, they um, they have dipped. I on the year they're still good. They have the number one ERA in baseball. They haven't been as good, but yeah, but that's very very deceiving. Right. They're like the worst inherited runner bullpen. And guess what? Their strategy is to give inherited runners every fucking night. Did you just guess what me? And guess what? Did you stop saying that? <laughs> you started, yeah. Um, you're you're not you're not necessarily wrong. Um, they uh, they're 29th in batting average. The Royals and A's are in this league. I it's uh it's disgraceful what they've done offensively. And I you know I I know the chat can giveth and taketh away. I've I've seen people say like play. Play Floreal and Pereira. Play play Peraza. I guess I guess what I'm here to say, and I've been mad at Joe's McFly. I thought he gave up on the team too early. Cause I'm with you, Jim. If they won tonight, I would have had a little sauce. If it broke tomorrow, they traded Glaber and Bader and they called up actual prospects, I'd be into it. Cause I, I'd be into anything. Cause those guys aren't aren't doing it either. Like, they've been league average, and we treat them like they've been stars. Tyro Estrada has outplayed Glaber Torres this year. Jaron Duran from the Red Sox has been miles better than Glaber Torres this year. Casas, miles better than Torres this year. Like, the Yankees have such a broken scope of what is good this year. That I don't know. I don't know. I'm I'm out, but I'm I'm always willing to be one back. But a lot is uh, so much has to change. It's like it's an ex that has a drinking problem. Like they a they need to stop drinking. B they need to stop texting their ex. C they need to start coming to family events. They need to start being cordial at family events. They need to they need to bring me coffee on Saturday morning. Like they need to check so many boxes before I'm willing to welcome them in. And I will. If they check those boxes, my God, I'll give them a big old hug. But right now they're so far away from all that. I'm good. They they're third and in inherited. Runner scored the bullpen. Runners empty. Remember, I tried to ask Boone about this at the start of the year. Sure do. They have the third least relief pitcher comes with no one on bases. No one on base. They just that's not a good philosophy. And then they hide behind fake stats that don't account for that. And to, to defend your guy, David Cohn, a little, our guy, David Cohn, uh, <laughs> every time a reliever comes in, David Cohn does go. Like, hey, if you're a reliever, you love a clean inning. That's all you want. Coney drives that hammer home, and he doesn't have Third to, least, by Third clean the way. innings. Third least clean innings. He doesn't have to, by the way. Games the pitcher pitched in more than one inning. Yankees are fourth in that category. Oh, all our relievers get hurt? Oh, because it's a position where you're supposed to come in, base is empty, and 
pitcher inning, get out, not enter with two outs in a very, very stressful situation, throw five pitches, sit on the bench for 10 minutes, and then come back out and refire it up. Like they hide behind the ERA and shit, but it's that's not actually there. So yeah, the bullpen's been bad. The starting pitching hasn't been great outside of Cole and Clark lately. Um, the bullpen is 14th in war right now. So like that's what I told Boone two weeks ago. Like, don't want to hear it, man. Bullpen hasn't been great. The offense is the worst. The base running is bottom five. Offense is bottom three. Bullpen is mid. Starting rotation has to be mid, right? On the whole, yeah. Team starters in war. Mid plus. 23 in war. Or 23rd in starting war. You want to do starter ERA, which makes more sense than relievers. 15th and starter ERA. Yeah, 15th. So mid, mid to bad. Starters mid, relievers mid, base running, terrible, defense. Actually been decent in the infield, I think, but bad in the outfield. Like left field is the worst left field in ba- in major, like one of the bottom five. And offense is bottom five. So what are you gonna what are you gonna do? The there's don't drag me along with hope because that's is not doing anything. Yeah. That's that's not winning in the playoffs. All right. That's the episode. I'm Grant. Go Yanks. Go Yankees. <laughs>